I'm not very busty. I don't have a big butt. I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> but I, I, I still like me. And as long as I like me, no one else can change that. Cassandra Cosplays, and I'm interviewing Joni Brosis for Cosplay Alliance Magazine. Hi, Joni. Hello. <laughs> so tell me just a little bit about yourself, like where you got started in cosplay, your handles, just anything you want us to know about you. Well, uh, I got started um, at a Star Trek convention. It's this tiny one in San Francisco. San Francisco <laughs> and um, I decided to paint myself green because I was going to be an Orion slave girl and I was going to walk around and go all out and um, I enjoyed that one so much I went to the Star Trek convention in Las Vegas and oh cattail and then uh, somebody there asked me if I would model for their booth and I was like okay sure why not get paid and do what I like anyways I'm down <laughs> So um, I modeled for their booth. One of the people there was a photographer and they asked if I had ever thought about modeling. And I was like, that's all I've ever wanted to be. So they helped me with my portfolio and then I kind of mixed the two and it just kind of turned into cosplay mm -hmm. all day, every day. And now that's what I do. <laughs> cosplay all day. So you started off with the trucky stuff. I love that. Yes, yes. I, mean, I, I love aliens. And Star Trek is my favorite, and Mars Attacks is my favorite. So, and Pokemon. And Pokemon Star. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, do you have any cosplays that you are just like your favorite that you are absolutely known for that you could wear like every day if you could? Oh, those are so many different questions for different cosplays. Um, because I I love my favorite cosplays are horribly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel that so hard. <laughs> um, so I have data, which is one of my favorites, but I, I don't think I'm really known for it, I guess. I just don't wear it very often because there's like these bright yellow contacts and then I've got like the white body paint and then there's like a shimmer on it and then my hair is really stiff and I have to draw on my hairline and everything, but it's really cool and it's one of my favorites. I just don't wear it often because it scares people away because of the yellow contact. I don't think people like it. <laughs> Freaks them out. Like I, I wore it once and you either get people that are like, oh my gosh, a female data. I love this. Mm -hmm. Or you have people avoiding you like the plague because you're freaking them out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't do well at conventions unless I'm just there for fun. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that one. There's Vampirella, which um, I got to be on the cover of a couple and they're my favorite. Ooh. And I love it so much. It's my favorite one. It's the one that I feel most confident in. Like, even mm -hmm. if I'm having like a, a day where I'm like, oh, I don't like my body, I'll wear that. And I'm like, hey, I don't look too bad. And I feel good in it. So I like that one a lot. That's awesome. Um, By the way, sorry then, for the super loud thunder. <laughs> yay! Thunder! <laughs> Your Vampirella brought the thunder. <laughs> yes. It's now, powerful. Now with that, you said that Vampirella is the one that makes you feel the most confident. 
even when you're mm -hmm. having a bad body day. Now, do you have any kind of advice? Because I know a lot of people, they get a little nervous to wear things that are kind of revealing like that. And they want to, but they feel like they mm -hmm. can't because they feel like they need to be a certain body type, which is something that we're definitely trying mm -hmm. to like kind of break in the, the cosplay community that everybody is a cosplay body. So what kind of advice do you have for people when you have bad moments like that and you find a cosplay that works for you? Um, I, I figure the... Um... The best thing for me, at least mentally, is knowing that I like myself. Like, even if I don't like myself on like certain days, I know what I look like. I understand I'm small, I'm petite, I'm not very busty, I don't have a big butt. I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> but I, I, I still like me. And as long as I like me, no one else can change that. And I think that's that's where you need to be the most solid is liking you for you because you're different and everybody likes something different. Some people don't like flat chested women and that's okay. Some people like big busty women and maybe you fit that or maybe, you know, you're extra curvy and people like that. So there's just, there's something for everybody. And, you know, even if you're not your mainstream Barbie looking person, it doesn't matter because not everybody likes Barbie looking people. Like I, I'm not really attracted to Brad Pitt and that's a weird thing, but <laughs> some people like Brad Pitt. A lot of people like Brad Pitt. I like Jack Black. He's my favorite. So <laughs> he's my favorite. He's gorgeous. I love Jack Black so much. Like you don't understand. Anytime people ask me who my like, yes! who my celebrity I want to meet is, it is literally always Jack Black. <laughs> yes. Cause he's funny. He's attractive and he can sing like yeah. beat that. You yeah. can't. Brad Pitt is just cute. And Jack Black doesn't care what people think about him. Have you seen his? I love TikTok? it. He's Dude, all. I have it. But he's just like, he's got this beard. He's got a big belly. And he's like, what's up? I'm me. And I love it. <laughs> and it's just, that's what's attractive to me. It's like you owning you, whatever it is that you are, you owning it and loving it, it makes other people love it because you love it. And that's, that's the important thing is that it doesn't, it doesn't matter what other people think. Like, oh, well, you know, I, I've been called all the worst things that I've been called super bony, flat chested. I've been yelled at, at like biker rallies because I, so when I was I think 19, I won Miss Laughlin River Run. It was a motorcycle, like pageant thing but it was like a super sexy pageant where you danced in bikinis and you were like I don't know it was just super sexy it was a biker rally you could yeah you know put it together but <laughs> I I was like booed and yelled at because I had won this competition but I was very small you know I like people were yelling like where's your boob she has no butt and I was like yay this is a lot <laughs> I'm a human being <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, but I liked me, so it didn't matter. And so as, as long as I think you have that strong foundation of knowing who you are and liking who you are, no one else can change that. And that's the most that. important thing. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> now, to bring up that too, when you were saying like people were kind of like verbally not being so nice to you, <laughs> that happens a lot on social media and especially more recently in the cosplay community. Uh, from outside of the community, there tends to be a lot of bullying and opinions about that. How do you deal 
with these people who kind of sit behind their keyboards and attack you? Because I know that's something that has been scaring off a lot of cosplayers, especially newer ones that they're afraid of. And when you have a platform as large as yours, you know, you reach more people, more people that have opinions. So what kind of advice would you give to people who are dealing with or how do you personally deal with it? Uh, that's a hard one because you have to have kind of tough skin for that sometimes. Um, but of course, not having tough skin doesn't make it okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so for me, I don't look at my comments unless I'm in a good mental state. So if I'm looking through my comments and I see something, I'm like, ugh, and I want to respond right away, I stop. Number one, I stop because you got to think before you act. <laughs> so I stop and I think about it and I'm like, all of these people that I passed, there's like, let's say there's 20 comments I went past that said, you're beautiful. I love this photo. Oh my gosh, the lighting is perfect on this. Oh my gosh, your hair. Oh my gosh, your teeth, this, that, this super positive. And then I stopped at this one that said, I don't like this. And I decided to spend all my time and energy on that one. Yeah. When all these people were so nice, I just ignored all those people's energy that they gave me. They took time out of their day to say, I looked nice. And I ignored all of them to focus on this person that just called me ugly. Mm -hmm. Like, why am I doing that? You know, it's, it's easy to, to give that attention to someone right away. So, I mean, you, I think everybody does. They're like, oh, I need to say something back. Mm -hmm. But when you really think of it that way, you're like, it, it, it kind of puts it into perspective that all these people spent time on you. You should be focusing on them. They deserve your time and energy. This person doesn't. Um, now for me, I, I focus my time and energy on, on those people. And then after I'm done with that, because I have all that positive energy, you know, you, you just like brought all that light into your head. Um, and this is, this is me on a normal day. This is, is it me on a, on a bad day on a bad day? I shut it off and I walk away because I need to be in a better mindset. Mm -hmm. So me on a normal day, <laughs> being in a good mindset, I focus on all the good stuff. I have all that good energy now, and now I'm stable enough to be able to respond to this person. And I usually don't respond to them publicly. I usually message them because I want to change people's minds. And publicly embarrassing people doesn't change people's minds. So my, I mean, my community will stick up for me and they'll yeah. say, Hey, that was stupid of you to say, Hey, that's rude. But what I need to do is be able to focus my time and energy on changing this person and how they react to people on the internet, not realizing that these are human beings that they're talking to. So for me, I can handle it. That's fine. I don't care what you call me but you could be talking to somebody else, you know, tomorrow or in five minutes and saying, Hey, you look ugly in this. And that could just shut down their whole life. Yeah. So I, I want to change people and how they interact with people on the internet and let them know like, hi, I'm a human being. I have 200,000 followers, but I'm still a human being. That doesn't make me an untouchable object, you know? So I, I want to change that. And sometimes I can get through to people. Some people are just socially unaware. And I like to be able to have the patience and understanding to educate them on how to interact with people properly. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that part. And sometimes they're just trolls and you just have to say, all right, I tried. Have a nice day. You're a troll. But yeah. most of the time, 
people are just kind of socially awkward and don't understand. Even people who are like, hey, that's sexy. I want to do this to you. They don't understand that that's not a compliment that makes me uncomfortable. So you have to educate people. Hey, this makes me uncomfortable. Maybe try this next time. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, it's a long process and I don't expect a lot of people to do it. But if you're having a good mental day and you can, it, it does change people. It does change the community in a tiny little way. But if everybody were to do it, imagine that, you know? I love that so much. Yeah, like we, it takes us as a community all to come mm-hmm. together. Now you mentioned that people will like sometimes come to your aid when it comes to that sort of thing. Have you found the cosplay community itself to be a welcoming, safe place, safe for new people who want to join it? I would say yes. I mean, it's hard to say that because it's the internet, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you can't trust people on the internet. So it's yeah. hard to say like, yeah, we're super nice. Like you're super nice. I'm super nice, but I can't, I, I don't want people's expectations to be up here. And then when they get into the community, they're like, ah, everybody's so mean. But yeah. I would say the majority is really nice. Um, you have, you know, the minority that's like, ah, oh, you're not Star Wars enough. Ah, oh, you're not Star Trek enough. Ah, this and that. Or you, you aren't a, a nerd because you're a girl. Blah. Like you have those like tiny, you know, little people sprinkled in there but most of them are super nice and welcoming because they're weird like you you know we're into weird stuff we were bullied in school we understand what you're going through and we just want to fit in together mm-hmm. so for the most part yeah <laughs> right now with cons coming back starting to slowly come back and there's a lot of cosplayers who have started just on social media especially since, you know, the pandemic happened. There's a whole bunch of cosplayers. I've never been to cons before. Do you have any advice for people who are going to cons for the first time, things to look forward to or things to kind of look out for? Um, stay hydrated. <laughs> Bring snacks because you're going to get tired and it's okay to hide in the bathroom if you need to. <laughs> Because I do that a lot. I'm like, I need some just time. So I'll just sit there and just mess on my phone on some stupid Candy Crush game or something and just kind of zone out for a sec. So take some time to yourself. It can get overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, And ask for permission for everything. And that's for all sexes. Like I I know a lot of people are cosplay is not consent. And I, I think sometimes they aim it towards men a lot. But the thing is, like, even for me standing at a booth, I know, you know, you came to my booth to take a picture with me, but I try my best to say, hey, can I put my arm around you? Is that okay? Because even though you're taking a picture, I shouldn't assume that you're okay with me touching. So Mm -hmm. I try to ask. And then that even that starts the cycle of like, oh, yeah, can I put my arm around you? And then they realize like, this is the dialogue you start with. And it's not as weird as you think it is in your head. Yeah. So I, I think that's super important because if you start the dialogue off with, hi, can I touch you? Not in that way, but, you know, can I put yeah. my arm around you? Can I take a photo with you? Just, you know, starting off with that, it, it starts this cycle of respect and comfort in asking if it's okay to be in your space. Yeah. Um, Consent was the exact next thing I was going to ask you about too. Yeah. When it comes to, that was perfect that you started talking about that because I feel like people, they get very excited when they go to cons, they see their favorite cosplayer. Mm-hmm. They don't think about yeah. you know touching and things, especially when it comes to costumes too, even not just touching people, but consent also goes to costumes. Mm-hmm. Cause we yeah. like real hard on those. 
Yeah, yeah. And that sometimes they're not like people aren't as gentle as you want them to be or like and some people want to take pictures of, you know, carrying you. And sometimes that's okay, but definitely ask first, but be okay with people saying, no, I, I'd rather not, or no, even if they skirt around saying no, pick up on it and say, all right, no worries. Like, it's okay. Just make it, make everybody comfortable because, you know, it, if someone wants to touch your costume, but you're like, you know what? I, I worked three months on this costume. I don't want anybody touching it because I don't know what they're going to do with it. So um, just you know, be, be polite towards each other, respect each other and say, you know, oh, I don't, I don't want anybody touching it, but I'm happy to like tell you the process and how I made it and everything, you know, just try to be accommodating and sweet, but also don't be afraid to say no, because mm -hmm. that's your space. That's your time and effort. And people should be able to respect that and get used to hearing no. And that's okay. Like it's, it's not rude. It's not mean. It's not, I don't want you to touch anything. That's just in general. I don't want people touching it and that's okay. It's not a big deal. <laughs> now, is there anything that you've noticed as a female identifying cosplayer, the things that you have to kind of deal with either uh, in person at cons or online, that is a particular challenge for you being female identifying? Um, I have a lot of I get so angry <laughs> about um, uh, what inequalities between the sexes, mm -hmm. like which allows dudes to be in hot tubs in trunks, but a lady's cleavage is whoa, you get banned. Yeah. I hate that. Mm -hmm. Or the fact that so I followed this Instagram. I don't know what it's called. I, I can't remember, but it's literally a picture like this of a nipple. Okay. And they can't ban it because whose nipple mm -hmm. is it? Is it female? Is it male? Does it matter? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I think if you're going to apply certain things, like even at conventions in person, dudes can wear these tiny, tiny shorts, but I wear my Vampirella and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. It's frustrating. Because if you're going to apply this to this person, then you have to apply it to everybody. I don't care if you have nipples or not. Yeah. Cover them up. I don't care. Or don't cover them. I don't care. <laughs> but just make it equal across the board. Yeah. I, and, and even the thing with you know female ident identifying and male identifying, again, I, I, I don't care. Cover up the same amount. Like this, this is a human body, male or female. Cover this part, cover this part we're good. I, I like, I, I just think it should be equal. I, it just, it frustrates me because like, for instance, ladies with huge busts, right. They can cut, they, they can have, you know, all their boob uncovered to this point, And it's just tons of boob. I have the tiniest boobs. I show a little under boob and I get kicked out. It's like, dude, flip it upside down. It's the same thing. It's boob. Yeah. <laughs> it's fat. It's not important. It's so dumb. Yeah, it seems to have been getting worse too on social media between Instagram and especially TikTok that it's becoming more and more frustrating about the inequality just seems to be doing this instead of this. So that's a really, I'm yeah. glad that you brought that up so that people out there know that they're not just, they're not alone in being upset about this or that they're not the only ones experiencing it. Yeah, it's so frustrating. And, and I'm sure it's frustrating for the trans community where 
you know, if they're male to female, it, they they suddenly have to cover up, and it's like, what what's what's the difference and why? Like, can we break this down? It's just silly because I I can technically feed a baby from mine, and a dude can't. I don't understand. Like, it's just frustrating. Yeah. Fat sex. There's just <laughs> there's a, a little extra fat in that area. We can't show it. I just I don't whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's gonna get better. I have faith in our new generation of actually open and talking about it. Like even us sitting here talking about it and making it, you know, known that this is an issue and it shouldn't be an issue. It should yeah. be across the board, just equality. Uh, it's that easy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Treat people the same? What? <laughs> now, now, now we're getting a little too risky. Okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> now, going along with the consent, with the C words, we're going with canon. What is your opinion on the word canon and what it has done to the cosplay community? Uh, it's so annoying <laughs> for me personally I have certain uh things that are near and dear to my heart my Star Trek uh costumes are pretty darn like I spend a lot of money to make sure that they're perfect uh, my Star Wars costumes same thing I spend a lot of money to make sure they're perfect but if somebody else doesn't want to spend the money to make it perfect I don't care it's not my business it's not they're not hurting me I don't understand this like somebody's having fun like why do you want to kill their fun don't burst people's bubbles why <laughs> I don't understand like why you have to like gatekeep and like oh this isn't enough or this doesn't your crossover doesn't make any sense like I can't roll my eyes hard enough. <laughs> so that's one of the things I would like to do is try to start removing the word canon. Because for me, it, it felt like people who weren't really super in the community, but were fans of the community latched on to the word canon and mm -hmm. to use it as a, a compliment of, oh, you look just like the character. You look so good. This is canon. But then it started being weaponized to attack yeah. other cosplayers and use it as one of those backhanded compliments to another cosplayer by putting others down. So, yeah. So yeah. you find in your opinion that canon is a, we don't like that it's, word. No, it's dumb. It's dumb. Like I, I get, if you're talking about like movies versus books and things like that, like that I think is okay to say like, oh, well this is, you know, canon to what is you know, happening in the movie series or the book series but like to people like we have so many races sexes all kinds of things mm -hmm. the fact that you want something canon is stupid like let people enjoy things why why can't we do that why do we struggle with letting people enjoy things i don't <laughs> understand <laughs> i don't have the energy to stop someone from enjoying something <laughs> Especially for some of the best cosplays I've seen are not considered canon to the look. They take um, like freedoms with how they right. look and all kinds of things. And they make new creative things. Exactly. That's the artistic side. That's the creative side. That's what makes you stand out. Why do you want to look? Why do you want everyone to look the same with canon? Like, okay, everyone looks the same. Cool. I, no one's creative at all. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's, 
the fun of cosplay, that's what's, you know, seeing someone's vision for a costume and then making it come to life is the magic of cosplay and the magic of seeing people's talents. So just like, let it happen. Otherwise, art would be boring. You'd see blank white walls everywhere. It's just boring. Let people bring their love and their their passions into something. That's what makes it beautiful. Oh, exactly. I I, oh, I love hearing that. Love hearing that so much. Together we can all work to get the word canon yes. away from cosplay. Get canon out of here. <laughs> Now, I want to end this on something just really positive. Like, what is just, what is cosplay to you? Fun. Like, literally, it's fun. It's an, it's an outlet. It's a mental health thing. Like, it's, it's everything. And for some people, it is everything. And that's what you have to realize is that this could mean the world to someone, even if it looks like a cardboard box with uh, crayons on it. Someone could have spent their entire all the time that they ever had, you know, available to make this piece, respect it and love it because this person put their love and passion into something and you want them to keep doing that. You want to nurture that. You want to help that grow because that's somebody's mental health, you know, getaway. That's somebody's passion and creativity. That's the creativity that they were never allowed to have as kids that they got to blossom as adults that's something that's a skill that somebody's working on and that's that's what cosplay is to me like that's something that helps me with my self-confidence I see myself in these beautiful photos and I remember what everybody else sees in me not not angry me and sad me and depressed me I'm seeing what everybody sees and it's it's beautiful and it's strong and it's powerful and it's encouraging and that's what I need to be for people and if I'm not having a good day, just be honest about it because everybody has not good days and that's okay. But that's what cosplay is. Cosplay is an outlet of my creativity, my mental health. And it's it's been a platform for me to share my passions and my happiness with other people. So don't don't kill it. <laughs> Kill it, please. <laughs> uh, that was that was beautiful. That was literally everything that I've been trying to like, put into words too about like what cosplay does for me as well. And you just put it just oh, so perfectly. <laughs> now, do you have any projects that you're personally working on? Any channels? Any things that you want to plug right now? Because now's the time. Um, to tell us all about what you're working on. Where do we find? You? <laughs> um. So Twitch has been my thing um, lately, and it's been really fun. Like mental health big thing for me. Um, and that's helped me not feel so alone. So Twitch is one of my favorite spaces to just be myself and, you know, to get to know me kind of on a personal level like this, very casual, very, you know, fun. Um, there's Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Joni Brosis. Everything is Joni Brosis. If you Google Joni Brosis, I made it as easy as possible to find my Instagram, my Twitter, my Facebook, all of the above. <laughs> But also that cosplay has opened up new doors to me like voice acting and I absolutely adore voice acting. So that monstershow.com is, uh, I voice this adorable little like gremlin lady with tentacles and she's so freaking cute. <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. We have one pilot episode and we're trying to find some kind of funding for it to be able to produce the entire series we've recorded all of it but animating is the most expensive part so that's what we're working on right now but that monster show has 
kind of given me this new passion of voice acting, which has been really fun. Um, I, I have this uh, magic card that's out in the new series. I always a reference for um, this card here. I don't know if you'll be able to see it, if it'll actually like, Wait, oh, hold. there it is. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. That's you. <laughs> so it's called Guided Voice. And that's my husband right there. That's we got to be models for this card and I'm so excited. So that literally gives me no credit to anything. I'm just really excited for it. I want everyone to get one. My little guitar was like, oh my God, she's on a magic card. Yeah, it's forever. Like this is forever. Someone's going to have this in their little deck forever. And I'm just so excited about it. I, I don't get any credit for that or anything, but I'm just excited. Oh, I love that. That was uh, so cool. <laughs> that little geek out moment. Just like, yes. And then any oh. comics or whatever, any comics or, and I'm part of, you know, I showed you these earlier. That's something that I'm really excited about. Again, I don't get a ton of credit or anything, but it's just something I'm excited about. Look for them. And I just want to be a part of your collection. So that's all. <laughs> I love that. Well, Jody, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you for your awesome, supportive, kind words for keeping the cosplay community just a safe, welcoming place. Because the more people that we have like you in the community to inspire others to have kind of the same mindset, I think just person by person, we can just change minds and make this the community that it's supposed to be, you know? Absolutely. I agree. That's that's what we're here for. That's That's why we become big, so we can share a message that's more important than just dress up. <laughs> Who's your, uh, your guest star? Mrs. Ness. He's been sleeping on my lap and I figured you'd want to say hi because animals make me happy and I want everyone to be as happy as I am with animals. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew we'd have a guest star in the interview today? We have all been blessed. By your <laughs> well, thank you so much. You. So awesome talking with you and like I said, we'll put her links down in the bottom. Make sure you guys are checking her out. And in the meantime, stay cool, guys. <laughs>